I'm sorry, I didn't warn you. Can I bad mother? Hey! Hey! Whoa! <laughs> now, during the sound test, uh, everything was okay, and now, now we just blow Don Fennin's ears off, and Sorry. he's got a big afro now. Light bulbs blew up in the booth. What I wanted to say was, uh, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you as well. Yeah, happy holidays. Bringing some Yule- Yuletide cheer mm. all up in your ear balls. Yeah, how many... Christmas trees do you have up? One. Oh, okay. How many do you have up? Uh, this year I got two. Okay. I got three trains. One at Sloppy's and one in the living room? No, I and because oh. I have a big console stereo now, I no longer can put the tree in the, in the parlor room. Mm. But uh, probably put one 1970s tree in the front room next year, the big, bigger one. Mm-hmm. So then I have a... a a pretty big one in the middle of the second floor trapdoor mansion, the 100-year-old yeah. uh, Victorian. There's a t- uh, double window, and, you know, it's like right in the middle of a house, and it sort of like mm-hmm. goes out a little bit. It's like, you know, one of these fancy things. So there's a tree in there. It's all the ornaments on there mm-hmm. from, like, yeah. 1950s on up. And then underneath that one is my Lionel from the 1970s. Nice. Yeah, every year uh, my mom would let me go to Westgate Mall, White Whitehall Mall, Westgate, the late great Westgate Mall, and get a, a choo-choo train car. Like one car for your mm. set? Yep. So, yep. like, I got Camel cigarettes. I got, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got, uh, what do you call him, Prince Albert. In a can? No, he's in a car. He's oh. in a train car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, I got Beech Nut Chew. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And uh, I, got, uh, I got a thing of pickles. Oh, okay. Yeah, big barrels Mr. of pickles. Mr. Pickle? Yeah, Mr. Pickle Mr. car. Pickle. And then uh, I got a car that has a, a spotlight, you know, can shine on. See, I things. had a similar experience in the 90s. Yeah. Where. A lot of people from your generation realized that the things they played with in the 70s and the 60s were worth money. Yeah. So what they did was they made their children collect things. Yeah. And by made, I mean they collected things for their children and said this was a gift for you, even and, though you didn't get to play with it. And, and then it just stayed in a goddamn box. Yeah, no good. Yeah, so I have a bunch of Lionel train cars mm. and, and a set. I believe I have the uh, Lionel Santa Fe set. Okay. You know, the track and whatnot. Yeah. Ne- never opened. Mm, mm. Not allowed to open it. I-, I got a bunch of comic books from the 90s. Yeah. You know, uh, number ones and zero issues. Yeah, zero issues. Not, a big, big deal. <laughs> bag and boarded and, and nothing. I got yeah. the whole Jack Kirby run when he was at at, at Topps Comics. Yeah. You remember Topps Comics? Of course. Nobody does. Nobody collected Topps Comics. They're worthless. Well, what about the... What, what the hell was this series he did for them? Future. It was like a mix of the New Gods and Commandy and. Uh, that might be and, the series and, I collected. And, and it was like um, an Avengers Forever or Justice people. Society. Oh, with these oh, different oh characters those. That he did. Oh, those. Yeah. is like Liberty. I think one of the characters was called Bombard. <laughs> and one was like Liberty and he had, yes. uh, he had a shield, I think. Yeah, worthless. Yeah. Absolutely worthless. Mm, not to me. 
Not to me. Well, brother. yeah, I mean, yeah, they're they're interesting. Not to a commandy lover. <laughs> Not to somebody that loves Kid Colt. But that's why Kid when Colt. uh I was at a Star Wars festival recently. Did you have a, it? A, a local library. I brought all my sealed action figures that I collected in the 90s oh. as KB was going out. Yeah. And uh kids you were buying the them up and Binks. I said just do, just do me a favor. Open that right in front of me right now. Absolutely. And they did. And it made me happy because for years, for 15 years, I was holding on to these stupid toys in their packaging thinking that I'd be able to retire. I'm just waiting for the Flash Force 2000s to come back because <laughs> man, I, got, I got all those sealed up. Don't hell? hold your breath. What did those do? I think those are the ones that shot cap guns. The cars had cap guns in them. And then, and then, yeah. like you could buy the, the the building, and then like a helicopter. Okay. I'm Wiggly. This is We Talk yeah. Games on the phone. Is uh, Kyle Von Cubic. Happy holidays. One hundred percent game talk. No filler. Zero filler. Only movies. That's and right. Video games without movies. Today we're going to talk about video games because our movie reviews. You know, that's all you and I do anymore is the movie reviews. I'm okay with that. Our Hulk review still like number one in the charts. No. Yeah. Wow. You know one thing. You know one thing I forgot to mention about the Hulk, the Incredible that Hawk. You, you miss Bruce Banner. No, the Incredible Hawk. The military was more realistic in here because when they shot at the Hulk, it's like every bullet hit him, like it should. Mm. You know, it right. didn't, didn't just like you know everybody misses everybody in the right. movies. Right. No A team. <laughs> Hidden in the dirt garbage. Now, it is hard to shoot somebody, but not when you're fucking trained like that, you know? <laughs> and right. you got a whole army of people, and I was very happy about that because... Tax dollars well spent. Yeah, because I mean, these people weren't running after the Hulk. They were just standing there, so they had a good shot at him. Right. So you don't just go, bing! Yeah. So talking about bing, I thought it would be a good, a fun idea to... Um, Review two Christmas movies for the Christmas. I'm excited to talk about these. I'm, I'm excited just to be back on. It's good to be on. It's good to yes. be on. And uh, next week we'll continue with the talking of the games. Right. Uh, arcade I'll be weekly. kicked back to the curb. You'll like be that off. Christmas tree well, after dude, the holidays. But, hey, I can't help it. You don't play in the arcade anymore. I know. I know. It's tough. I play in the arcade. David plays in the NES. And he it, definitely plays in the NES. David, yeah. great addition, by the way. I want to say public. David is doing a great job. He I like what okay. he's bringing to the show. Yeah, it's okay, you know. He's That's bringing his... in the footballs. He's talking the sports <laughs> at you. That was actually, those are actually my ideas. <laughs> All right. Funny. Yeah, it was a little bit of a mashup. But uh, so I thought I, every year I would make a Christmas special DVD. Yes. And it would have the weird I, things like the Santa Claus from 1950s. Right. And then I would do another weird movie. I don't know, like maybe the Looney Tunes with President Bush number one. You know, that thing. Okay. That I mess. don't know if I got that one. I got a couple of these DVDs. Yeah, there, there's a whole bunch of, of, of good ones out there that, that a lot of people don't know about. So I thought, I want to do the sequels because I, I, was, I was trying to grab a whole bunch of interesting ones and you know it's 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 slim pickings now it's like hallmark you know there's certain things you don't want oh boy you don't want to 
do. But there's there's yeah. a bunch that I still have that are that are pretty good. Oh, and by the way, so then what I would also do would would be, I would put on uh, like two TV episodes that were Christmas related, mm-hmm. like the Powerpuff Girls uh, yep. fight before Christmas or the Lucy Show. With Vivian Vance, you know, Vivian Vance and Lucy, when uh, Lucille Ball, when it was in color and they worked in a bank with Mr. Mooney. This was after the Ricky Ricardo. Yeah. These were in yeah. all color. And I love that. Like, I hate, I love Lucy. Like, I hate Lucille Ball. Like, ugh. Like, ugh. ugh. I'm not that wow. gay. <laughs> I'm not quite that gay. Yeah, so I like the Lucy show because I don't know yeah. why. I think because Vivian Vance had a bigger part, and because Vivian Vance wasn't married to Uncle Fester's uglier brother, you know, <laughs> like in the Lucy show. <laughs> like, what's she doing with Grandpa over there? <laughs> There's another guy that's like Tom Carvel and Stinky. That guy. Ah, uh, well, Fred, Fred, right? Fred Neffel. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I put an episode of that on, or uh, like the Space Cadets. That was a Hanna Barbera weird one. And of course, like the Pac Man. We talked about the Pac Man for Can another show. Can I take show. a quick sidebar because I think you'll appreciate this a little bit. I went. To I the don't post think office. we ever do sidebars. All right, we okay. just talk. Let's try it. Uh, I go to the post office to mail out my holiday cards, and oh, thank uh, you by the I, way. Oh, you're welcome. And they do this every year. They put out this shitty little CRT television, one of these VHS TV combos. Yeah. Speaking of the 90s. Yeah. And they play Honeymooners episodes on the television. Oh, I know. And I always include that, too. Cranked to the highest possible volume. And there is is nothing more for me, I found. There's nothing more... um, inducing for anxiety for me than being in a post office having <laughs> having a ed be yelled at by ralph yeah with whatever episode happens to be playing like i'm just trying Norton. to buy stamps and it's like i'm gonna knock you to the moon it's like dude i just i gotta ship these postcards man like this is too much and uh, the, the episode that I was playing recently was the captain video episode where uh, yeah. ralph buys this new television yeah and Ed convinces him to go out into the hallway to uh, hold the antenna because they're fighting <laughs> over who gets to watch the television. Well, and yeah, got, because he, he talked them into to splitting the, the expense of it. Right. And, and then, he, you know, Ed's wearing the big, goofy uh, space mm-hmm. helmet saying, Captain Video! And, you know, whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I promised my blood, <laughs> my blood pressure was my through mommy, the fucking per- roof. <laughs> listen to my mommy and daddy. Yes, I have the yes. I have that on a shirt. The entire pledge to Captain. So Video. I, I was sitting there just trying to buy stamps and whatnot, and I'm like, I'm in hell, <laughs> but Wiggly would love this right mm, now. Mm, yeah. So I was thinking of you. I was thinking about Ed Norton, and I, I I don't know. I was thinking about a lot of things, and I can't remember how it came into thought, but it was during a shower, and I was thinking about how I loved the honeymooners, but how. Uh, Jackie Gleason is 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 awesome, you know. He's yeah. Mr. Show. Jackie Gleason. What, what did they call him? He's called Big Papa. No, <laughs> they didn't call him. Yeah. They, they, Big Papa Mr. Pump, Entertain- I think, is what they called him. Yeah, Pop, Big Papa Pump. He, he used to come out there and go, "And if you can holler, hear me." <laughs> and he had a Care Bear tattooed on his <laughs> yeah. chest. Care a lot, Bear. I can't remember because of the Jackie Gleason show, which is where the Honeymooners was just a skit on there. Blah blah right. blah. But I was thinking about how I love Ed Norton, and 
well, first of all, he's fucking cool. You know, he brings in the bread, okay? Yeah. And he's responsible, but he's hip to the kids' lingo. And when he mm-hmm. did the Hucklebuck and the 23 Skidoo and the whole dance and all that, he knew a little bit about everything. He was woke, if you will. He, <laughs> he knew a little <laughs> bit about everything, and he liked right. to be childlike like that with the Captain video. And it's just like me, you know, except I'm not right. that cool. But the T-shirt with the a vest, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, right. for, fuck you, Don Johnson. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. You know, Miami Vice was big with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to the show. But so I thought... Uh, so I, T-shirt I, with a blazer. Fuck you. I don't want any sleeves. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Look at these muscles. Okay. I, got... I could not find the answer to your question. Oh, that sounds like fucking Bixby. Something yeah. so cool called Bixby, you know, no. after Bill Bixby. And it yeah. sounds like... Uh, a bad word robot. No, robot you weren't. after it, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're 15 minutes in, and we, we, we don't we know. We talked about nothing. Well, we talked about, you know, Happy what, we holidays, do, everybody. what we do for the Christmas, the Xmases and stuff, and, and so, don't so forget you were seven into... fantastic days with uh, Adam Sandler, the seven seven great days cartoon yeah. or whatever maybe that was called. Maybe next year, maybe next year. Yeah. Play hockey. But you, you were looking into sequels for oddball holiday movies. Well, I was just going through, through some stuff, uh, like yeah. I do, as I do, and I was going through movies instead of just through um, uh, TV shows. Normally, I spend a lot of time on TV shows because I have most movies. But, you know, I like I, I lost a whole hard drive of, of movies. Like, I lost Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. Rest in peace, Grumpy Aww. Cat. Rest in peace, Little Bub. Both together. Aww. Up in little kitty heaven. You know, there's only one heaven, and that's the kitty heaven. Everybody else right. is fucking just dead. But ki- kitties <laughs> go to heaven, and that's just science. But cats with learning disabilities are definitely in heaven. They are in heaven. Be they grumpy or have no lower jaw. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Yogi's Christmas special. Mm. Yogi Bear. One of my um, favorites as a kid. Sujitra and I watched Pee Wee's Christmas Party. You know, Grace yeah, Jones. Grace yeah. Jones is in. Yeah, and you're right. Mm-hmm. It's not that great. But yeah, I'm, I Dinah watched Shore, it recently too, and it didn't hold up to what I remember it being. Dinah yeah. Shore and Grace Jones. You mm-hmm. know, that was it for me. Right. And Charo. Yeah, Coochie she, Coochie. She didn't even do the Coochie Coochie. Oh, she didn't? I don't think so. Um, I, maybe, maybe not. I have to go back and watch it again, I guess. She was a great flamenco guitar player too. Yes. Uh, but she didn't get to do that. She'd do that Merv Griffin and uh, the other guy. But anyway, uh, and she was doing them too. Oh, no, Zsa Zsa. Oh, was there too. A lot, of, a lot of stars. See, too many stars. That's what happens. So I watched Flash Force 2000 Christmas special. <laughs> okay. And Street Sharks Christmas special. Wow. And no, none of that happened. <laughs> but uh, that would be cool. I thought there's some fucking crazy sequels here that I yeah. didn't even know these movies had sequels. So I just didn't tell Kyle what they were. And I just named them one and two. Yep. And one was, I wanted to start out with one because it was probably going to be like a meh type of thing. that mm-hmm. Maybe you knew existed, maybe you didn't, and it turns out you did. But then number two, I was like, there's no way that anyone's ever heard of this despite no. what budget this thing must have had 
Right. I mean, when you watched both of these movies, the first thing that strikes you is that some composer scored this entire movie (laughs) and then paid for the... I mean, I'm not even talking about film or directors or actors or whatever. I'm talking about the time it took to get these classically trained musicians from orchestras and these giant orchestras and the oboe section. You know what I mean? And then someone had to direct and score these things. Right, right. I spent eight years in Juilliard studying Baroque music, (laughs) and I have to score this bag of shit movie in Hollywood. Yeah. So what I thought was funny was everybody knows Home Alone, you know. Everybody knows Home Alone. Everybody Mm -hmm. knows Home Alone 2. How do we forget? Yeah. But then there was Home Alone 3. And sadly, I didn't realize there was Home Alone 4 and... Home Alone, not called Five, but like Home Alone Christmas Holiday. Home Alone X. <laughs> uh, travesty or something. And, right, right. And, and Four and, and Five uh, have the kids holding their faces. Now, yes. this one didn't have the kid holding his face. He doesn't hold his face in the entire movie. No. and uh, I guess we're talking about this one first, Home Alone, Home Alone, 3. Alone 3. Yeah, because yeah. we didn't watch Home Alone 4. No. Because that would be sort of you, you like... You can't pay me enough to watch Home Alone 4. <laughs> I have got to see it. The Home Alone franchise yeah. is like the Karate Kid franchise. Ah. Or even worse, the Land Before Time franchise. My son yeah. recently got into dinosaurs. Yeah. had no idea that there was 80 <laughs> Land Before Time movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I thought there was two max. Yeah. Nope. The library informed me that... Uh, there's enough Land Before Time movies to watch for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's like Tremors. <laughs> oh my, that's Tremors another nine. franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Tremors, still tremoring. <laughs> we uh, ain't tremoring around no more. <laughs> no more. You will believe a worm can tremor you. So Home Alone 3. Yes, sir. Does not have the boy who was molested by Michael Jackson. McClawley Clokin. But it yeah. does have four. Four bad people. Now, yeah, this movie was definitely like, let's double it up on everything. <laughs> right, right. Except the manslaughter. And then yeah. then it happened. First, it was just all the, the bad guys. They all just did it to themselves. Oh, he ran over th- that other guy. Oh, they yeah. ran into each other. It was them doing damage to each other. But then he starts electrocuting them. Now, I don't know what this kid's name is. What do you call Alex. Alex. His boy, Alex the boy. Is Alex the name of Macaulay Culkin? No, that is oh. Kevin McAllister. Oh, okay. So this yeah. is, that's what I liked about boy. it. This new is, boy. That, that's what I liked about it. Uh, now, I thought it was the Home Alone kid, but oh, okay. that didn't matter because it was like, that kid never existed. We're not trying to continue anything, but yeah. that's cool that this is Alex. Yeah, this movie could have been its own thing if it wasn't coming out after Home Alone, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a kid foiling bad guys with booby traps around his house. Like, like this, this happened been... with Kevin McAllister twice now. We have to call this movie Home Alone 3. But unlike Home Alone 1 and 2, yeah. he's not left behind by his parents. It's just his parents are working real hard, and he happens to be homesick. Yeah. And he's the only one witnessing this international terrorist plot happening in his neighborhood. Yeah. And to be honest, I thought the premise for the film was actually pretty strong. Although I did say to Kimberly, who I forced to watch this with me, (laughs) my wife, this movie is devoid of humor. (laughs) 
like the first third of the movie takes itself very seriously mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with this sort of international terrorist plot. And it's funny because it could have been written today. It's about these terrorists working for North Korea mm-hmm, yep. to obtain a computer chip that I kept calling the anus chip. I know it was A-X-U-S printed on the chip, yeah. but the font, the X kind of looked like an N. So I kept saying, that oh, they're after the anus chip. <laughs> uh, and so this anus chip evidently controls um, uh, a missile missiles. that cannot be stopped. Right. And it's on a chip. It's on a breadboard. Right. So right away. <laughs> I love the technology. This right, movie came out in 1997, I think. So the technology is just it's perfect. Right away, <laughs> I was so pissed off. And Why? Well, because, because you don't have a computer chip on a breadboard that can make a missile not be able to be stopped. It just doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. But this is a dumb baby movie pro- for babies. It's a program. Like, you know, you download the program. You don't have to take the server to... No, uh, it's solid state. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like they burn the chip once and that's it, yep. you know? It. So how <laughs> does the boy on. obtain this chip to, to have the bad guys go after? Well, first of all, let me just let me just say that you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. There's this incredible like spy score. So right away, I was thinking they had to wet the streets. So the streets look like it just mm-hmm. rained. Regular Hollywood stuff happened. And you got crane shots. You got all types of, of shots of this uh these spies meeting with North Koreans and, and all this other right. stuff. So right away, they hide it in a remote control control truck. Yeah, RC so truck. immediately you're like, okay, this movie is over for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get switched with somebody else's shit right. in the airport. I was a little wrong. I thought that it was going to get switched with Alex's truck in the airport. So did I. You know. So they threw a little curveball. It was just the bag that looked the same. And it was an old lady that lived on his block that gets this truck. And the way that they put this chip in is that it fits over top of the chip, which is exactly this. And Perfectly. it's not a chip. It's a fucking breadboard. It fits over top <laughs> the the breadboard. And when you take the top off of this truck, it fits on there perfectly. And I guess it says USAF. Is that what you said? The, the anus one? But it was the Air Force, right? Yeah, one side says the Air Force, Mm -hmm. U.S. Air Force, and then like a serial number. But on the chips, because there's like two chips on a breadboard, Mm. it says uh, Axis. Okay. uh, A-X-U-S, which is the company that I guess developed it. Earlier on, there are cuts to that company talking about this chip and how powerful it is. The incredibly powerful chip. Yeah, breadboard chip. It's a Raspberry Pi in a truck. There's no reason. <laughs> There's no reason that because it's small. You know. So what if it's small? You get you get a fucking room full of computers to do the same thing. If you're saying nah. that, ah, oh boy. I didn't care. I you know what? I was into Shadowrun back in the day, where like a three and a half floppy could control the world. But so. that's okay. That's okay. That makes sense. It makes sense because it's on a floppy. You'd have to copy that or whatever. You could easily steal a floppy, but to say it's just a program on a chip, it's a fucking program. It doesn't need proprietary anything to do it. I don't know. The chip's got to go in something, right? What are they going to put that breadboard on? 
I will say I watched our second movie first. Oh, okay. So well, let's this, not talk about this that. This was a nice palate cleanser. So maybe okay. I'm a little more forgiving gotcha. of Home Alone, Home Alone Three. Home Alone Three <laughs> that I would have been. Yeah, if I watched okay. it first. So anyway, yeah, the truck gets picked up by this uh, miser lady. I don't know what you yeah. would call her. There's a bunch of uh, it's Parisian, right? That's the company that has all these bags throughout the airport. So they lose right. track of the, the truck because they hid it in a Parisian bag. Yes. And there's a boatload of Parisian. There's even a kiosk in the mall for <laughs> Parisian whatever. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be like a Panera because the old lady's complaining she didn't get her bread in her Parisian bag. Instead, she got the stupid truck. But as they're going through the gate, as they're going through the metal detector, the bags get switched. The miser old lady, as you pointed out, gets the bag yeah. and takes off. And now the, the international... I don't know if they're terrorists or they're they're mercenaries, whatever they are. They're supposed to deliver this chip to the North Koreans, and they only have a certain amount of time to get it to them. And they are killers. They are. They're cold blooded. Like, like that lady. You like the old She's lady? All, no, the, the no. The I know what you're talking about. She's all yeah. right. Hashtag <laughs> would bang. <laughs> and the one guy too, I think. Yeah, he's cute. Which one? The guy that gets spray paint or the guy that gets a lawnmower over his head? That's the guy. The Lee Pace looking fella. <laughs> so uh, so we meet uh, this dude's parents and his mom is the one that's not Gina Davis. But she, yeah, <laughs> she's, yeah. they wanted she's dollar, Gina Davis. Dollar Tree Gina Davis. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then they got generic, I don't know, Rob Lowe or maybe Brendan Fraser. I think Brendan Fraser. The dad? Yeah. That dad's a guy who I think he was I've the, seen in other movies and television the, the shows. The dollar store, Brendan Fraser. And then they got the, the sister, who is not Scarlett Johansson. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. It is Scarlett Johansson. What's she doing? Yeah. I thought that the, the first movie she did was Ghost World. So uh, did I, actually. Yeah. She's like 10 in this movie. Yeah, she is really young. And um, I was floored. That she was part At first, of this I movie. thought Scarlett Johansson because I just didn't put two and two together as far as her age and the, when the movie came out. I thought she was the female spy at first. I'm like, no, nah, that ain't her. Like, oh, gotcha. Because when you saw the credit, okay, the opening okay, credits, okay. I'm like, okay. Scarlett Johansson, what the fuck is she doing in this movie? Yeah. Black Widow. Yeah. I thought she was going to look after it like she was, this was after Ghost World. Right. And then there's Biff. There, yeah, there's Biff. Dollar Store Biff as his brother as well. Yeah. He's got some girly posters up in his room. Uh, these siblings are, are worthless to this movie. They are this really. This movie could have been done without them. They're, they serve no purpose. They give this little boy, this cute little boy, Alex, shit. Mm -hmm. Like throughout the entire film. And it just rings false to me because his parents are very attentive. Like they're, they're pretty good parents. Unlike mm -hmm. Kevin McAllister's parents. Right. Who just didn't know when to pull out. They had like 80 kids that they couldn't <laughs> keep track of. Them. They had all these burner kids. They didn't yeah. mind if they lost a few. Yeah. This is a small family. These parents are attentive. They're good parents. They're interested in the, in the kid mm -hmm. and his interest. He, he likes doing his Rube Goldberg devices. So right away, you know, oh, here comes those McAllister japes. <laughs> yeah. Those devices and booby traps. You know what's going to happen. Yes. Which is actually a nice setup. Again, mm. doubling down on we're going to amp everything up. This kid's into it. This kid's already making devices early on. Well, well before he even knows there's bad guys in his neighborhood, he's making these cool devices. He's into science and whatnot. So, yeah, these siblings of his just serve to be assholes. They, they <laughs> just and they're barely in the film. No, uh, I don't know 
why you'd even waste the the spec money on him to pay him uh what is it uh rate yeah probably you know? yeah and they got craft services yeah actually that's what as many that's carrot what sticks as they could stuff in their maw now the the, the next thing that bothered me tremendously mm. about this is that you have the self-aware sentient parrot the parrot that can oh my gosh just talk, yeah the smartest bird in the world just talk on his own formulate new sentences understands uh, situations yes and says the right thing if it would have been gilbert godfrey doing it then i could have accepted it oh that would have been great but because it was just an annoying parrot imitator uh yeah. i couldn't take it couldn't take it and then he totally also, it, it just didn't make sense because the again the movie takes itself seriously for i would say two-thirds of it mm-hmm. with the terrorist plot there's some goofiness like you pointed out with the bad guys, but not much. There's not much slapstick happening until the last third where it's an all-out assault on this house and the booby <laughs> traps are going off. And then it turns into a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. It does. I turn to get- Kim and I go, I would love a Home Alone where it took itself seriously throughout the entire film and this child just murders people. <laughs> you know, And we'll get to the, the booby traps later on, but... These bad guys would have died immediately. Oh, yeah. When you have a lawnmower fall on your head that's running, yeah, it's not <laughs> It's not going to just give you a funny haircut. No. No. You're going to have a neck. <laughs> Kiss you on both cheeks if you had a head. And then he has a rat. And the one thing I noticed about this is this is high budget. I don't know how much money went into this. Oh, $32 million. $32 million. In the opening weekend, it made five five million. I think the original movie, because I just watched a documentary about it, what only cost? Yeah, only cost fourteen million dollars. Oh, the original so the, one. Okay, the original okay. Home yeah, Alone yeah, yeah, only yeah. cost fourteen million dollars. Gotcha. So this is double that. Oh yeah, yeah, thirty two million. A lot of this shit looks like it's on location too. Anyway, they had to shut down like full airports and stuff like that just for the opening. Yeah, uh, and this is a, a Home Alone that has. A car chase. Yes. Because we have the remote control car, but then they're chasing it in a real car, and it's an actual car chase. Like you, action movies, there was a time when it was the big joke about here comes the car chase. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I felt like here, except that I did not expect it about a, a kid With being left home alone. Car. Yeah. <laughs> I did home alone, I did not expect a car chase to happen, and yet yeah. it does. Let me and, catch everybody up real quick. The yeah. the uh, boy Alex gets the RC car with the chip because he shovels the driveway of the miser lady across the street. This old lady who obtained the car by accident lives across the street. He shoveled her driveway. Again, this horrible woman giving shit to this nice little boy. Yeah. And what's giving this little boy shit except for his parents? Uh, he shovels the driveway. <laughs> she don't want to pay him. She doesn't think he did a good job, but she doesn't want him talking trash about her around the neighborhood. So she said, here, take this stupid car that I got by, by mistake as payment. Right. So he thinks the car is awesome. He's racing it around. The terrorists track the old lady down to a certain point into the neighborhood. They don't know who has the car. So they set up shop around the neighborhood. They buy a house in the neighborhood, and they're scoping out the different houses on this block where there's only one way, one way in and one way out. Mm-hmm. And, and it's each day they're now. looking at the houses to figure out which house has this car. It's big snow time. Yeah. So in Chicago in the winter. Is it? But it's like yeah, the yeah. suburbs. It's suburbs of Chicago, yeah. Everyone has a, a front yard and a maybe two-story house. Yeah, half a million a dollar house each. Yeah, absolutely. 
garages and sheds, things like this. Yeah. And, and all and have convenient ramps by their <laughs> fences for RC cars to jump over or yeah. dogs to jump over or people to jump over, I noticed, throughout the film. Although, one thing I was going to say was the shooting of this. So, so you know, this is big budget, mm-hmm. good cinematography. I never was scared by a rat until I saw oh. this rat's red eyes lit up. <laughs> so, I don't know. The, the lighting person must have been trying to make Fright Night 4 or something. Yeah. By the way, Fright Night has a 2. <laughs> Fright Night has a remake and then a Fright Night 2. This guy was just really into Ben. Ben rats don't bother me. This rat. Yeah. Something Fudge about the out. way they li- lit his red eyes. It was <laughs> like really. I was like, I'm going to throw up. I felt like I was going to be. I don't know why. It was weird. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know what happens. The dudes start coming after yeah. him, and then he starts doing his, his things. Those and the booby traps. The problem with this is is that the technology did not exist for him to do some of this shit. He's watching no. CCTV using a video camcorder taped to the top of a remote control car. Now, yeah. <laughs> there's no way they that they did show broadcast. him with a box that had an antenna on top of it. Well, that, well, that must be it. <laughs> it's just a regular vhs like yeah. uh may, maybe mini c c plus this or kid, whatever this kid is smart enough to set up that rig where he can drive a digital high eight camcorder on mm-hmm. an rc car around his neighborhood and have it telecast to his television at home yes without any interference or noise whatsoever crystal clear picture but he's not smart enough to hook that television up to a vcr so he could record it i know he was depending on the tape he's he's relying on the tape in the camcorder (laughs) dumbass and it's doing like you said ramps he jumps it across the street like over hedges and it lands okay what would have really happened was the car would have turned over from the weight of the camcorder and the camcorder would have destroyed itself and the the end of the movie (laughs) yeah yeah the high bar of that suspension of disbelief there's a lot of physics problems and i gotta tell you i honestly was disappointed in the tech stuff of this in that chip part i was very disappointed and here's why because it's home alone three okay Mm -hmm. what are you going to spend your money on the script (laughs) <laughs> you know, there's got to be some IT person out there that would have done this for $20 a day or something or right. craft services. <laughs> and, 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 you know, just get a little bit of it. I really thought that you did. They put their money into some nerd that could at least help them along with this. So that's why I was disappointed. I felt like they had this giant budget this giant score these on location things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um all these houses that were real houses they weren't sets right right maybe they went to sets but they rented these houses from people yeah uh, on this whole block i thought they would have had someone that just you know would have been just a stupid nerd that would have told them grounded a little bit you know that wouldn't do it Right. You know, something about well, a cooling it, so system. Where, they would have yeah. said, here's the schematics for the schematics for a cooling system or something like that, because that's what is a big deal about missiles. If you want them to be 
computer guide it, you need to cool the fucking things because they're missiles traveling at missile speed and they heat up. And then you're and anyone that knows anything about computers is if you get over 80 Fahrenheit, you're going to start running in trouble. <laughs> but how do you put the schematics in an RC car? Well, you hide a, you hide a flash no, drive I, or something. I, I, mean, I, I, you, yeah, I agree with you. The suspension of disbelief is pretty high, and the movie definitely lost me in the last third, which is the big payoff, Yeah, right? It's it's the bad guys going into his house. They're, they're going to lay siege onto his house. He's got to defend his house using booby traps. By the way, kid has chicken pox, so he's out of school for a week. Yes. So he's watching, he's watching these bad guys break into homes, and he keeps calling the police, right. and they're really good at their job, so they leave no trace, and the cops are like, look, kid, stop fucking calling us. Mm-hmm. You know, this is serious business. So finally, he, he realized, like, they're not going to come. They feel like I cried wolf. I got I to gotta defend the neighborhood. I got to defend my own house. Yeah, I got to um, take matters in. I guess it's up to me. Yeah, which... Parrot. That's fu- Friend. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, you can do it. You can the do pa- it, Alex. Why don't you go the- ahead and do it? Get that remote control car and start <laughs> running around the neighborhood with your VCR. Bark, bark. And Wiggly's not exaggerating. Like, the parrot it pretty much does that in the film. The parrot and the, the rat, again, like the siblings, completely unnecessary. <laughs> they just tacked on for the kids, for goofiness. But the Kevin McAllister booby traps were believable in the narrative of that film because it's an iron hitting someone in the face right it's it's mostly things falling down or things on a rope or nails in a board yeah this kid is doing very elaborate things like setting up an electric fence with yarn that he's strung (laughs) copper wire through in front of his front door which by the way you could easily step over (laughs) but for some reason these brilliant mercenaries working for north korea (laughs) <laughs> that I got to believe this is not their first job. Right. He decides, I'm going to fucking touch this for well, some reason. That was a and joke. Because if I, you're I, crayons, you know, like, right. careful electricity. But I remember, and I might be remembering this wrong because I did not go and watch the original film, but Home Alone. But I'm pretty sure that there was a similar setup with Kevin McAllister where he set something up mm. where it looked like this is just a stupid little kid trap. And one of those two burglars yeah what are they called stepped the, over the, the wet bandits yeah they, it, the they flood bandits. the house that's when right, they rob right, it right. either step over it or easily avoid it but it's it's a, a swerve for them to hit the actual trap mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the case of this criminal he actually touches it and then lightning comes out of ass <laughs> yes it does which i found funny because i wasn't expecting <laughs> lightning to come out of anybody's ass in this film it's true but there was lots of different things like that where it just went above and beyond. Well, and again, took, it was amping it up. It he, was even more Looney Tunes than the first one. The traps were even more deadly. Yeah, because than he the took first the in-ground pool ladders and unscrewed them somehow with some type of drill mechanism and and, and, and a table saw. And then yeah. he, he moved that to the place where the trampoline goes. And then he put the trampoline over the pool Right. So, yeah, there was a lot of things that would have taken far too much time to do when you could have just dropped a piano on people's head. And he did drop some good things on people's heads. Yeah, take it from a guy who fractured his skull and had a brain bleed, a (laughs) trunk full of books hitting you in the face from 20 feet up in the air would fucking kill you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It was, and again, like maybe it's just my perspective watching the film where I'm just like, they're dead. 
they're dead. <laughs> but that's when I turned to Kimberly. I'm like, I think I would love a film where the end is this eight-year-old surrounded by five corpses. Mm, <laughs> like, mm, Timmy, what did you do? <laughs> you know? Well, you shouldn't have left me home alone five. <laughs> Work that in. He says the number. Yes. <laughs> he does the callback with the number. You shouldn't have left me home alone. 16. <laughs> home Alone anyway, versus yeah, Jason. That's, that's pretty much Home Alone 3, right? Yeah. I mean, so how he does it end? Because I, I fell asleep. He beats the shit out of these terrorists. Oh, there's uh, the one part where he, he, he spray paints the guy's eyes. Yes. Yeah, the guy looks through the mail slot of a door. That's it. And he does black spray paint across his eyes. Yes. So and he has this sort of like um, domino mask painted onto his face. Doesn't he make somebody fall through a toilet and shit comes out? Yeah. But it's like, yeah, yeah. where is shit in your toilet pipes just like hanging around? <laughs> it's like liquid <laughs> shit just in <laughs> your toilet pipes. I said to Kim, I go, they must eat a lot of red meat in this house. <laughs> I mean, like, do you like. I don't know where. It was just liquid shit all over everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they do set up earlier on that they're like renovating the house, okay, which you never so see any sense. rooms that are being renovated. Toward, but except for toward the end, where there are these unfinished rooms where the bad guys are falling through mm-hmm. what look like five levels of this house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you got into the level. basement, but then he actually does send a lawnmower down a hole onto a guy's head. Yes. And the guy just has an emo Phillips haircut, I think. Is that what happens? Yeah. 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 So, So, um, at an earlier point in the movie, he does call the Air Force recruiting office. Yes. And reports that he has this chip and he thinks it's theirs. And the guy brushes him off. He goes, look, kid, it's just the recruiting office, but I'll pass along your information. Mm -hmm. And he does, and eventually it works its way to the FBI. The FBI is clued into what's going on because they're trying to track down the chip, these criminals and whatnot. So they go to his house as all of this is going on. At this point, again, these criminals are just beaten, battered, Mm -hmm. trapped. Yeah, they're And the FBI collects them, except for the leader. The The, leader escapes. The lady? No, 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 no. The the guy with the spray paint across his eyes. Also, there's gunplay where a guy holds a gun in his face. Oh, that's right. The tone of this movie is is a roller coaster. (laughs) And but somehow he wait, somehow he took the gun. Yeah, there's a little bit of confusion when I watched it because at an earlier point in the film, you see Alex hold a black toy gun that looks like a real gun. Yeah. And he shoots the television screen and it's one of these uh, suction cup dart guns. Yes. And he, he hits a, a woman doing jazzercise in the butt. That's the right. That's and he's right. like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> he says, it's just like that. It's real weird. You should watch this movie. He just goes, nice. Yeah. Like that. Again, the tone all it's over a, the it's place. It's not the worst movie you but could the, watch. No, not at all. Especially for what it is. It's a dumb baby movie for babies. I didn't get but a lot of Jingle on, Bells out of it, though. You, know what you I mean? didn't get what? I didn't no, get a lot of Jingle Bells out of it. Christmas is like happening around them, but it's not an integral part of the film. I agree with that. Like, no one even uh, got, like, a guy gets lightning shoot out of his ass, but why didn't he get, like, a Christmas tree up his ass or something? Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. More 
Christmas tree ass play. <laughs> so later, when he's setting up the traps, you see him spray painting a toy bubble gum, uh, bu- a toy gun that you later figure out is a bubble gun. Right. Bubble, and I was like, oh, did gun. they fuck up in editing where they're showing him spray painting the toy gun? But because earlier on, it was it was kind of shocking seeing this kid hold a gun that looked like a real gun. Yeah. Right. They didn't like communicate it clearly that, well, this is a suction cup dart gun and he has a bubble gun. So for some reason, he spray paints his bubble gun black and he takes the bubble part off of it. Mm -hmm. Just by happenstance, he swaps his toy gun for the real gun of the leader of this group. He puts his toy gun on the washing machine and the leader mistakenly picks that gun up instead of his actual gun. Yeah. And so later on, he's holding a gun in this kid's face. Yeah. And he's like, that's not your gun. And he's like, oh, shit. And then the kid pulls out his fake bubble gun that's spray painted black. And this dude just bounces. Yeah. He doesn't quite, you know. scared. Trained, cold-blooded killer. Doesn't know how to deal with an eight-year-old holding (laughs) a firearm. Can't disarm a a kid that's (laughs) a foot away from him. So he runs off. And the character that finds the leader and uh, has him outed for the FBI to arrest is that goddamn parrot. <laughs> the, the parrot <laughs> the parrot finds the leader at the end of the movie. I thought, okay, this is going to set up for another sequel with this terrorist guy, mm-hmm. right? They didn't find the leader, but they got the other three. Nope. The parrot finds the leader guy hiding in an igloo. And that's where I was like, this movie is fucking dumb. This is a dumb movie. <laughs> But I was okay with it because, again, mm. it's a dumb baby movie for babies. Yeah, yeah. It has a beginning, middle, and end. It does. You follow the story. Uh, and if a big you're looking budget. for those big budget, if you're looking for those Rube Goldberg traps, those Kevin McAllister japes, this movie's full of them and amps them up to a ridiculous level. Mm. Uh, if you're looking for slapstick with Looney Tune sound effects, you're gonna find it in this film. And if, you, if you're looking for annoying remote control car segments yeah there's plenty to piss you off about how this and, thing works and siblings and pets yes yes yeah, but yeah. uh you know overall for a movie it's a solid c minus for a christmas film f yeah it, not, not it very had nothing to do with christmas yeah we gotta i don't even that. think you saw a christmas tree in the house till the end of the movie when they're open up gifts so i think we got to watch home alone the holiday heist that's oh, boy, is, is that the name of. of the other one? Yes. Finn Baxter sets up booby traps to catch the ghost of his new home's former occupant. Oh, good. It's like Casper and Home Alone. <laughs> ghost Dad and Home Alone. Yeah, only to discover he must protect the house and his sister from three bumbling art thieves. Art now, huh? Yeah, now they're trying to get art. Let's see okay. what Home Alone 4, Taking Back the House. I know, I know um, French Stewart was in one of them. He was oh, yeah, French Stewart is in, is in Home Alone 4. Taking Back okay. the House. Amidst the parents' impending divorce, Ke- oh, boy, Kevin <laughs> McAllister. So we go back, to Ke- go back to Kevin. Kevin McAllister must foil his old nemesis, Marv. Marv. Oh. We're going to talk about Marv. Marv and his wife Vera's uh, plot to kidnap a crown prince despite opposition from his dad, Peter. Peter's fiancée, Natalie, and Natalie's butler, Mr. Prescott. Is this a computer-generated oh tagline for a film? Or what Jason Bahey. Jason Bahey's in this dude. What, which one is this? Four. 
Really? Okay. So you got Jason Behe in it as well. Well, if you want to hear us review that one, be sure to uh, subscribe to the We Talk Games Patreon. Throw a few dollars our way. (laughs) Definitely. Justify watching that bag of shit. Let's see what Home Alone. Home Alone 3. I I can't see it, but I think Home Alone 3 got like a 6 out of 10. Okay. Home Alone 4 got a (laughs) 2.6. Oh, boy. Backwards. Like reverse. Well, the box office for Home Alone 3 was... Seventy nine point one million dollars. So it made up for wow. his budget. Yeah, did pretty well. I gotta say, the kid is very likable. I and, and maybe it's just because Alex. Yeah. It, maybe because I'm a father now, and I see this kid, and I'm like, oh, look at this little boy. He's, you know, and and I didn't like the gun being held in the kid's face. I yeah. didn't like that. A lot of times now, when I watch films with little kids, and you know, they're in bad situations. It, it, fucks me up a little bit yeah i hear you i like this kid this kid's likable I, I look at kevin McAllister, and i'm just like you know when i watched him as a kid i'm like ah he's cool because he's got a talk boy a tiger talk boy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know, but like now i look at him i'm like i don't fucking care about this kid <laughs> right <laughs> but i look at this little boy alex i'm like oh man i don't want anything bad to happen to him or when he got chicken pox in the movie i'm yeah. like oh he's got chicken pox i feel yeah. bad for this kid yeah so he's a like he does a good job he's a good he's a good kid actor he would have gave know? that old lady the shingles <laughs> yeah yeah home alone three there's a new kid on the block ready for more much more home alone three we're okay not, so let's get into number two we're um, not mooring around no more <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah let's talk let's about the second this number film. two this this oh, film man. is a sequel it's number two and i put it as number two and it is a number two and yeah. this is supposed to take five years later but actually nope. it took uh what 2012 when did the other one come out like 80 maybe 80 83 i think yeah so we're we're talking <laughs> talking about five years later we're talking like 30 yeah, some years 30 later. years later yeah. did you watch the trailer for this film no oh boy uh, it, you know what i watched the film first and then i watched the trailer and the trailer infuriated me because the trailer goes, they're back. And my response was, no, they're fucking not. Yeah, no, they are not. It is a Christmas story, too. <laughs> you know, a Christmas story, that, like, perfect movie. Yeah, shoot, it wasn't a perfect kid. movie. Are oh, you a big oh, fan? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so many good parts about that. And here comes a Christmas story, too. None of the same people. No. Ralphie is... The most annoying. Everything about this is annoying. And instead of having Cole Shack, the Night Stalker, Davin McGowan, you got Marv. Marv is the father. <laughs> so that was and, a great time. And I'm God like, bless him because he tries his best to channel. Oh my God! The the dad in the original film. Yeah. Are you a fan of the original film? Yeah, I like it because I, like I love it Darren too. McGavin. I think I'm not a big Christmas fan. Yeah, I do appreciate your hidden gems or your your odd christmas specials that you normally deliver up or we talk about on this show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because i like i like just changing it up a little bit from the typical a uh, christmas story christmas vacation yeah. scrooge you know these are the movies yeah. i watch once a year and i'm just like yeah it's okay i think a christmas story is a little bit overrated i don't hate it mm-hmm. i just think that like you know it's okay. There's a but, lot of funny parts to it and a lot of memorable parts. When the kid and, has on the, the, the snow suit. Yep, you know, yep. He can't move. 
Right. And the Santa Claus is booting him in the face down the slide. Absolutely. And, the, you know, the, the shooting his eye out, you know, with the gun. I mean, he doesn't shoot his actual yeah. eye out. He breaks his glasses. But what's nice about that film is the dry sense of humor, mm-hmm. which is, again, completely devoid in this film. This yeah. is not at, totally is nothing like the original film. And I questioned whether or not anybody except for what's the guy's name? Daniel Smith, I think is Marv. That's his, the actor's name. Um, I think he's the only one who went back and watched the oh, original Marv. film. Yes, 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 yes. Uh-huh. Because everybody else plays their roles like this is some real. And I don't know, maybe it was a real bad like ABC family <laughs> television movie <laughs> to the point where like there is some really cheap sets in this film. The, I'm not going to jump ahead, but there's one particular one particular scene where I I was laughing at how piss poor this set was. I was like, this looks like a video I shot with my buddy Rob back in 2008. This movie has absolutely no direction except no. Let's try to redo the parts that the original movie had. Except now Ralphie's a teen. Mm-hmm. And now he wants a car instead of a BB gun. You're going to drive he also your wants, eye out. <laughs> he wants that poo-tang wheelie. He does. He wants the Looking girl. Looking for that poo-tang. So what do we get, like, almost He does that, too, in the film, which is real weird. He does? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> because I thought at the end what happened was was his him and his two friends all got gay married. That's what I thought happened. Uh, it, it, that would have been more interesting. I, I would have dug... I agree with you. This film is directionless. It feels like they were building the airplane as they were flying it. Because they, the, they do the same thing. Instead of getting him to dress up in a bunny suit, he dresses up in a uh, what, like a reindeer suit. He doesn't want to wear it. He's his mom like wear it. And even the dad gets his lamp back. And uh, for no reason, all these same type of things that you remember them. Oh, uh, Santa tries to do the ho ho ho. Uh, I did it better the first time when I was talking about it. But uh, they try to do the Santa thing over again, except now Ralphie's working at the mall. And now all of a sudden it's who's minding the store. So this guy that wrote this must have been watching who's minding the store. That was a Jerry Lewis flick where mm. Jerry Lewis is in love with the daughter of the owner of this giant department store. To prove that he's a good guy, he tries to get a job and he's doing it, you know, all these different types of jobs just like ralphie and his friends do because they owe right. the neighbor oh no they're trying to buy the car i was getting mixed well, up no with they're else. not trying to buy the car they're trying to do so, the, and this oh pay back for the wrecking the car yes okay. yeah they wreck the car so oh boy i are gonna drive film. your eye out kid i hated this film because of how poorly it was produced there's too many things happening you know, a big part to of the, the Christmas flash. story they is you're following yeah. Ralphie, yeah. right? You're following Ralphie through the days leading up to Christmas and his desire to get this BB gun. Right. We're cutting away to the mom and dad and having their issues or the dad in the basement, which, again, for me and, and Kimberly, were like, what the fuck are you doing? The whole point of the original film was you had no idea what the father was doing in the basement. You never saw it. Yeah. You just heard noises, you he's heard him yelling, and he's fighting with the furnace. Yes. Now we're down there, we're checking out the tools on the wall, we're looking at the type of furnace he has, we're watching him wrestle it out with the furnace. 
again, did anyone watch the original film? And he gets a new furnace. Like a guy yeah. comes and, and it's a furnace guy. Right. That's and yeah, the 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 the, the uh, cutaways to Ralphie's imagination. We do that twice in the first third, and then we forget all about it. And within the first fifteen minutes, there's some Nazi stuff happening yeah, yeah, yeah. in one of the dream sequences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was just uh, directionless. Is the perfect review of this movie. There's too many motivations happening. The father wants to buy a new car. Ralphie sees this mercury that he's in love with. It's in a barn for some reason. It's all dustied and tattered, but it's this V8 that he is in love with and telling his friends he can get it for a deal. Meanwhile, he's like 14 or 15 in the film. He's got no means about him to get a car, but whatever. He's bragging to his friends. They see it up on the uh, display ramp, right? Yes. But uh, Wiggly, when you see a car dealership and they're displaying a car, do they point it toward the dealership with the ass end towards the road? Or do they point the front of the car toward the road for the people passing by to see? I got to tell you, I've only ever seen fake cars up on those types of things. Oh, okay. I've seen them actually around me where they do have them. Okay. Yeah. And it's always face out, the front of the car out. So you can see the Jeep looking like it's coming over the the horizon or whatever car they're putting up there or the nice sports car, the Mustang up there above all the other cars. Yeah. For whatever reason, oh, well, we'll figure it out real soon. The ass end of this car is pointing down towards the road. Mm Mm-hmm. And Ralphie just has to go inside the car for no discernible reason other than Ralphie's an idiot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hijinks happen. He puts the car into reverse. It rolls into the street. His, his pants, his pant leg gets caught on a clutch, <laughs> which yeah. which is supposed to be a brake. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and, and it's this just thing in the middle that has like a parrot. It looks like a parrot. Or some type of thing you would pick up the things parrot with when from Home Alone Three is in this movie as well. <laughs> like when you're a hundred years old and you use that grabber thing, that's what it looks like. Oh yes, you know, yes. Pick shit up from in back of your sofa. So he releases the car into the street and it rolls into the smallest goddamn Main Street set you've ever been on. Like if you ever went to Universal <laughs> Studios in Orlando, Florida, and you walk down that little Main Street, this yeah. movie was probably shot there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it is. This, it's it's this like three a... storefronts shot very tightly. It was he a hits it complete in... set, yeah. Yeah, and it was, it was. I just kept saying, oh, look, it's adorable. They're trying to make a little film. I don't even think this was released in theaters. This had to be a television movie I... uh, it, or a DVD release or something. Like, I, There's no way that they would spend money trying to distribute this. This thing rolls into the street. It hits a telephone pole. He fucks this car up. The dealer, who knows his dad, who I could have swore his father in the original film was a used car salesman. That I don't remember. He's definitely a salesman of sorts because that's how he wins the fucking lamp. Yeah. Right? So he, there's all this whole thing in the first part of the movie where he's bragging about how, you know, he's playing the salesman, but really the salesman's playing his father's an idiot, whatever. Uh, He rolls the car into the street, damages the car. He's got to pay this guy back $80 for a new roof. So he's got to come up with money or else he's going to go to jail, or at least he thinks he's going to go to jail. So then him and his friends get jobs. First, they pull their money together. Mm Mm-hmm. They got and like $30. Then they decide they don't have enough. Yeah, 13 bucks or 14 yeah, bucks, something it. like that. That's it. They got to find jobs. His other two friends are back from the original film, uh, Flick and... Dick. I don't remember the other guy. Flick and Dick are there. 
And uh, yeah, oh, there, there's some real not cool anti-Semitic jokes in this film too mm. about the one friend being Jewish and mm-hmm. being cheap and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, for 2012, this was tasteless. 1983, this would have been tasteless. But 2012, you guys should have known better. Anyway, his friends are real good friends. They decide they're going to all work in the department store. And even more hijinks happen. (laughs) But in the middle of all these hijinks of him in this car, he also wants to take this girl, Drusilla, to the ice cream (laughs) social or something. So there's all this play between him and the jock boyfriend as well. Uh, Kyle, this sounds really convoluted. Are you sure you're talking about the plot correctly? Yes, and that's what's wrong with this film. There's and, too much and, bullshit. And oh, it and the has father narrators too. It also has the whole voiceover thing, right? Which a totally different voice. They could have done this film, in my opinion, two ways. One, nobody gives a shit about teenage Ralph, right? Right. No, I, I never liked films about teenagers even when i was a teenager why because teenagers are fucking dragged to be around they're moody <laughs> they got issues they they think that you know the smallest shit's the most important shit whatever nobody wants to see films about them. could have done it two ways one ralph is an adult you get the original cast back whoever's alive of course ralph is, a, is an adult he has his own child we're following his child of ralph's age doing his own thing he's into whatever is hip at that time for that time period and we just rehash the same story again it works a workable sequel or hear me out with this instead of following ralphie now we're following his little brother but what was his brother's name now randy Mm -hmm. because now randy's the same age roughly as ralphie would make sense you have teenage ralphie that you know we don't have to follow the entire time but now we're following randy and it's like oh cool we're following randy now and he's not just snorting into his plate of mashed potatoes he's actually doing something that's the two ways you do this movie. Instead, this movie's like, let's talk about the dad wanting to do ice fishing for yes, some reason. Yes. Uh, and yeah, let's <laughs> see him at the butchers and uh, the meat's too expensive. Right. Let's make it a remake. We should have just called it Who's Minding the Store 2? Because <laughs> that's exactly what it, what it was. They're doing a bunch of odd jobs around the store because they keep messing up. Yeah. In each department, so first and then they're they putting end up them in gift to the, <laughs> right? <laughs> like they're in negative twelve or something. Yeah. Oh, they make the kid dress up like a sailor. That's it. Sailor suit. Oh, oh! At the end, they make the yeah. But there's this whole setup where you think Ralphie has. It, it's like the aunt who sent, or it's the same aunt who mm-hmm. sent the buddy costume in the first film. She sent yep. another outfit for him to wear during Christmas, and they're all laughing. But then Ralphie realizes, oh no, it's it's actually for Randy. And yes. Randy has to dress up like, uh, what's that kid's name? Buster Brown, right? Buster Brown wore a little uh Buster Brown was from- a little Dutch boy, I think. Dutch boy, that's it, not a sailor. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this movie sucks shit. Yeah. And <laughs> that's Ralphie, exactly but, what I said Does Ralphie, though, I mean, there's everything wrong with Everything wrong. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they don't even set up jokes correctly. Like in the, in the department store, that's a great setting for jokes to happen. Mm-hmm. And they set them up, but they don't execute them. For instance, they're in the mailroom and they're supposed to separate these two part forms. They put the pink sheet in the bin and the yellow sheet in a tube. And it has this um, pneumatic tube that, you know, sends tubes of information to different departments and that's all they're supposed to do but then a green form comes in and they're like what do we do with the green form and i'm like oh see this is funny like this is going back to old school abbott and costello setups or three stooges setups Mm -hmm. but no then the the one kid immediately 
Flick or, or um, I think the kid's name is Schwartz. Okay. Flick, one of them immediately takes the piss out of the joke. He's like, who cares? It's just a piece of paper. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I'm like, ah, fucking, you got to execute the joke. Why? Like, that's the whole setup. And then the kid who got his tongue stuck to the pole gets his mouth stuck to the tube it's oh, really gross right. there's some body horror happening yes, there his, his and it's his it's not just the tongue it's his whole it's mouth the, getting sucked into this uh he's looking like a kardashian tubes. he's got his big really, duckbill lips you're happening. absolutely correct it is really disgusting but there's no <laughs> consequence to it it lasts for only a few seconds it's just like oh yeah remember that okay let's move on to this other thing now it's like, I just want a moment with that. Like, that reminds me of the original film. Why are we doing some more of that? Mm -hmm. it, this reeks of studio cash-in on nostalgia. I think they just had a DVD. They put it on random play to certain minutes of, of the original movie. And they yeah. said, okay, we'll take that scene. We'll take that scene. And by the way, the the, the one set that made me laugh out loud was the um, nighttime lake shot where Ralphie visits his father mm -hmm. on the lake, mm -hmm. and it is a printed banner for a background <laughs> behind Daniel Stern, who's the dad. Yes. It's like Marv. Marv. Styrofoam floor with, you know, the, the, the fake snow, yeah. little hole, and a badly lit banner behind him with printed trees where you can actually see the ripples of the bat. <laughs> and I'm like, look at this cheap ass set. <laughs> I was like, they must have ran out of money. <laughs> they were like, look, just put a blue filter on the camera and put up a fucking right. banner. We got to finish this thing. Day for night. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So what happens in the end? Because uh, I fell asleep. Oh, well, I don't blame you for that. The end is... Oh gosh, the end. Ralphie this, drives again, away, right? I mean, no, no, no. For for half a second, Ralphie sees these people down an alley. They're down and out. Oh, that's There's, right. A lot of people <clears> think <throat> that like uh, a Christmas story is happening in like the fifties, and it's not. It's happening like nineteen forty-five or right. forty-six, right? It, so it, it's like absolutely. We're just off the war, um, yeah. and, and just out of the depression. So he looks down the alley. He sees this family that's uh down on their luck although they seem completely happy to be out in the fucking snow <laughs> <laughs> oh it's pretty cold out yeah it's good we're gonna have a white christmas right too bad we move outside uh <laughs> so he decides to take the money he earned to pay back the car dealer to take them out to chinese food dinner because like oh well that the happened original. in the original yeah they went I, to the chinese food uh, exactly restaurant exactly and then he bought them a tire that they needed, I guess, to go <laughs> somewhere else in their car. But he also bought them dinner. But they all ordered a la carte instead of the family platter. <laughs> Goes to show you never help people. They'll just take advantage of you. If you give a mouse a cookie, mm. they'll order a la carte. Mm. So he goes to the car dealership and he's like, look, I don't have all the money, but I got some of the money. And I'll pay you back the rest. And the guy goes, don't worry about it. I already sold the car. Ah. So there's, that's supposed to be the warm, fuzzy feeling for the Christmas. Completely falls flat. Makes absolutely no sense. There's, there's barely a setup between him and this poor family. Earlier, the kid who, who's uh, down and out with his family goes, sees the Santa Claus in the department store and asks for a tire. That's right. The Santa, the Santa Claus is like, oh, you're fucking stupid. Get out of here. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> so Ralphie's like, Ralphie like touches him on the shoulder, and the Santa Claus is like, "What are you doing, you piece of shit?" Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, Ralphie throws up with Santa Claus, but instead fights his friends for no reason. Yes. yes. Um, it's uh, so badly written, and so yeah, that all happens. Then they have Christmas at home. They get a nice car somehow. Oh, oh, the dad bought the fish. mercury. They went fish the for fish. Christmas. Yeah, the mom buys the fish from the market so the dad doesn't look like an ass in front of his kids. Because he couldn't catch Because he never anything. caught a fish. Yes. The dad decides he's going to buy that mercury yeah, instead see. of the Buick that was affordable. So he's the guy who bought the car with the hood or, or the roof that got damaged. Uh. And so in the end, Ralphie's all excited because he gets the car. What about the girl? I, he I, gets the girl too at the does? end because okay. earlier in the film, when he's working at the department store, there's right. um, Biff or Twiggy or whatever his name is, the jock boyfriend of Drusilla, laughs at him after he gets his ass beat by some thug who tried to rob the Salvation Army bell. Mm-hmm. Like the Sa- Salvation Army bucket tips over and a 10 flies away, and this big thug grabs it and ralphie stands up to him and uh, gets knocked out so the there's all boy- this moral type of ralphie's morality is trying to fight against the original christmas story right <laughs> parts thrown in there and now they're teenagers where ralphie is obviously not this blondest red red head oh, blonde type of yeah. kid with glasses let's, let's spend uh, a minute talking about ralphie's hair <laughs> this poor kid had to like peroxide or bleach mm. his his hair mm. and have this plastic looking dome on top of his head the entire film and the it, glasses it, it, he, he, that yeah. does not look like a real human it looks like when Devo decided to wear the plastic <laughs> JFK hairs yes duty now for the future if you yes. if you look at that album cover imagine that being a uh, reddish hair blonde that's what cheap. he was wearing. This film is so cheap. He should have been wearing that when they wear those toilet seats over there. <laughs> shoulders. Should have worn that. The reason I thought that he owed thousands of dollars was because Sujitra said, oh, um, she started watching a movie. I have all my Christmas movies in a special holiday folder. I have holiday folders for, I even have a New Year's. I like even wow. have a couple New Year's things. Because like Rankin Bass did a baby New yes. Year thing. Yeah, with and those big ears. I love that movie. And then there, there's there's another, uh, you, you know, like it's not Goulet, but it's somebody like that uh, that, had a, okay. that had a New Year's type of special. And then, you know, I have for uh, a lot of Halloween, you know, a lot of Halloween. But we, we mm-hmm. actually watched um, Black Christmas, the first Black Christmas. They made a remake of it. We watched the first Black Christmas, which was like from 1974. And uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I can't remember who the who the star of it was, but she was pretty good, and the whole thing was pretty good. So she started watching this thing, and all of a sudden I see that it's this comet, like coming down from space and hitting the ground. I'm like, is this? It's not Santa versus the Martians because that sucked, and that was in black and white. This is in color. It really reminded me of the Lee Majors part of Scrooge. That's mm-hmm. what it really reminded me of. But then they do this big buildup of showing. Just the kids' sneakers, and they show, <laughs> then they just show the kids' hair, and then mm-hmm. boink, uh, the colic sticks up, and then they just show this mustache, and the guy's combing his mustache. Like, it's this big reveal. Like, people didn't know they went to go see Dennis the Menace Christmas, 
<laughs> you know, and it's a big reveal about Dennis. Well, we know right. that Dennis the Menace is going to be there, which which he never wears anything that Dennis the Menace wears. His hair isn't like Dennis the Menace, and the kid's like three years old. I mean, <laughs> it's a, it was it was really weird watching this three year old interact with these like eight year olds. Well, uh, talk about the ages of this movie. Mm. The, the the mother and father are like twelve years younger. Uh, yeah, yeah, than yeah. Their yeah. counterparts from the original film. Like I thought, his dad was like on his way to retirement. He was, and he clearly is in this film because he's he's talking about how he has no money. I never see this dude get in the car to go to work. <laughs> he's out, he's out <laughs> ice fishing all day. I'm and, like, he looks like he's got a good back. Go swing a fucking hammer. You need money, right? So we got to review Night of the Comet. Speaking of comments. Okay. Well, Robert Wagner plays Mr. Wilson. This came out in 2007. I guess the Austin Powers money ran out or something. (laughs) (laughs) And I always get Robert Wagner. I was like, what? what? He he was in, you know, Wonder Woman. And then I I no, that's Lyle. That must be his brother, Lyle Wagner. But actually, Lyle Wagner is Lyle Wagoner. Like, it's like, it has O's in Wagoner. It's Wagunerner, like it's all different spellings, so no relation. But uh, yeah, Robert Wagner plays Mr. Wilson. And the comet in the beginning was an angel, but he's not an angel. He's the spirit of Christmas, and he has to make one person get the spirit of Christmas so that he could have his wing. He already has his wings. He's, uh-huh. his, his, he just has to give someone to get the spirit of Christmas. Well, of course, it's got to be Mr. Wilson. I wish I could talk more about it, but there is one funny bit. And by the way, Mr. Wilson, he just is laying in his recliner waiting to die. Pretty much this whole movie. He's, he's just, he, gave, he gave up. He's just like, take me. But He wasn't uh, acting in that film. That's literally how really he Robert Wagner. He's like, I'm fucking playing. I'm fucking doing this Dennis the Menace Christmas. And Dennis is four years old. And I have to want to throttle a four-year-old kid. Yeah. So you, you, know, you know what's really sad about Dennis the Menace? No. As a comic strip, uh, Hank Ketchum. Yeah. Wrote that, drew that. Yeah. It's about his uh, either adoptive, I think it's adoptive son, that he fucking hated. Oh. Yeah, and they were like notoriously estranged, the two of them. Mm. So it like whenever I saw those, uh, you know, later on when I did my due diligence about reading up on George Harriman with Crazy Cat or the, the Adams Family comic strip or Dennis Minnes or, or Calvin Hobbes, these people, you know, people who inspirational as far as like art style i remember reading about hank ketchum and be like this guy's a fucking asshole oh so now anytime i think about dennis the menace i just think about this dick father oh they're like his son, this adoptive or stepson was never good enough like but that's, he, that's, he used his power to ridicule his son yeah he had the power to make a comic strip and that was popular and just shit on his stepson like, foster son yeah. or whatever Wow. Look, look how big of a fuck up this kid is. Yeah, wow. it's, it's pretty dark. Wow. Yeah. That's something. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> Stuff that in your stocking and smoke it. <laughs> Next year, we're going to have to watch uh, Christmas with the New Adams Family. Is that a thing? It's a thing, but guess guess wow. what about the New Adams Family? I can't even guess. I can't it's even not. Guess. It's the Adams Family. It's Raul it Julia and all that. Oh, it's not the Christmas special we watched with the original cast. Yeah, yeah. It's original cast. Well, the the movie cast. 
Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm getting... Wait, Balrog is Vega? <laughs> and Rog... <laughs> oh, you know what? The thing I didn't like about Home Alone 3 was when he went, Red Rum, Red Rum, and he was talking to his finger. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I was really mm. off-put when he, when he went, Nice! <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they had the side boob. Uh, that did on, happen on in the brother's film. poster. We're jumping and all around. And the goddamn parrot says, "If those are real, I'm an eagle." And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, "Fuck this movie!" Because <laughs> they have these post-it notes over where Cyboob is, and then he has to yeah. take them off, and he covers his eyes as he takes off the. Here's the thing: he didn't need to notes. take those post-it notes off. No, why did he take them off? And there's, I don't know. And there was no reason to like have them on to begin with <laughs> she's covered she's just scantily clad mm. it's in her, his older brother's room this, this yes. cardboard cutout that he uses hey remember the original movie where he had all the cardboard cutouts he had like uh michael jordan on a, a record player turnaround so it looked like somebody was moving in the house from the outside i remember that from uh, the lonely guy lonely guy the lonely guy yeah steve martin oh really? they sold actual figures that lonely guys would put in there <laughs> to make it look like the lonely guys were having parties yeah that's a fun movie lonely guy the man with two brains lonely guy those are all like the shittier movies that came after the jerk but some of them just are still charming you know yeah anyway yeah that's your christmas, christmas. so the end have I fun suck this show you were fine. Don't be so hard on yourself. It's, it's suck the show, Ralphie. It's a quarter to eleven at night. We're both tired. Mm. Mm. You're right. I'm very tired. Yeah. When's Stinky's album coming out? What is Stinky doing for Christmas? I don't know because I gotta tell you, I've been. You have no fucking I, time to do anything. Oh wait, I thought this was part of the show. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I, I know I was just talking to you. I was just, I was just being your friend. When I've had time to record, I've been trying to record the trapdoor stuff yeah. because I need to cool. make money. I don't know how I'm going to make the end of this month. Next month, I'm okay because the jobs I'm doing this month, I get paid for next month. So I just got to make mm -hmm. it past the end of this month. But anyway, we have a lot of food that'll last the rest of the month. Anyway, it's just, you know, I got to watch the mortgage. Yeah. Hey, everybody. So we watch movies so that you don't have to. Dove Dennis the Menace. Mm -hmm. uh, Home Alone 3 mm -hmm. and uh, Christmas Story 2. I say watch Black Christmas from 1970. <laughs> watch ones where Santa tries to kill people. You know, that's that's the fun of it. Oh, and I'm the, angel, the angel gets stuck in the in, in the chimney. Dennis the Menace. Oh, Dennis the Menace. Oh, that he, he honestly. So, so the first thing he does is he wants to help Mr. Mitchell. Mr. Mitchell falls asleep on that yeah. on that recliner, like I said, because he wants yeah. to die. So Dennis decides that he's going to go try to help Mr. Mitchell. So he sees Mr. Mitchell has all these letters that he needs to mail, and in the very beginning, it shows Mr. Mitchell and his stamp collection. <laughs> so oh, okay. Dennis takes that. all the stamp collection things and now the mitchells owe mr wilson ten thousand dollars immediately <laughs> <laughs> immediately they own ten thousand and dennis wants to get a bicycle because he wants to beat this bully 
that that wants to race him is always mocking him about his bicycle and he sees this new bicycle that's the ultimate bicycle so that's all dennis wants but dennis keeps destroying wilson's like at one point he the entire front of the house is like blown off the same thing too moral choices a moral choice at the end he does get his thing well because mr wilson gets the angel the angel takes him to the past and then to the future and then to the now and in the future that's not dennis's dad that's dennis and he hates christmas because you hated christmas you know he's flying around (laughs) on a hoverboard and shit like that and he's like i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna be mr christmas and somehow he gets all these presents and all these toys and all these everything's on christmas day there's a tree put up for his wife with all these decorations and all these presents under the tree and the bicycle for a thing is given by Santa, supposedly, and all this other stuff. And I don't know how Mr. Wilson got it on Christmas Day, but I think he broke into some stores. <laughs> but um, so, so that happens. And at the end, well, Dennis is going to beat this bully. And on the way back, he knows that this bully's dad takes it out on him. So it's sort of like Donald Trump. Um, oh, you know, just does that. And by the way, that's what we need to do as well. So at the end, instead of crushing this kid who he knows he's going to beat, he sort of like just slows down a little bit and he lets the bully win. Uh, yeah. It sounds like a story I heard recently about wrestling. That's <laughs> what so happened. Same type of thing happened. And then the kid ends up being Dennis's friend because he knows that he, he allowed him to win. And for some reason, the dick dad is... Oh, by the way, so this dick dad for the for the bully, he sells Dennis the menace insurance. He, he sells insurance that people could take out to protect them from Dennis. Isn't this so much darker through the lens <laughs> that I told you about with the creator of this? I, but he's four. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I, mean, I swear yeah. to God, the kid is like, I don't know, he got to go on a jumpy... Between so he could barely walk. So that happens. Then the the, the dick dad's walking down the street and, and Mr. Mitchell says, uh, hey, you want a ice cream? I can't remember. <laughs> it's just snowing now. No, you, like you want to, uh, you must be hungry here. Have this oh, hot cocoa. That's what it was. And the guy's mm-hmm. like, no, I don't want it. Okay. And so now everybody's friends. And you know, Mr. Wilson's not never going to be freaking, he cannot be Dennis's friend. <laughs> Mr. Wilson, I don't care. Okay, now we're leave a let's let's leave out the whole part about what a dick the writer was. But you know that there's no way and Mr. Wilson is ever going to be Dennis's friend. Yeah, he can right. try, but he always gets fucked up. Right. So he, he's the uh, the Joker to Dennis's Batman. Okay. Right. They're they're intertwined forever, but they cannot they can never be friends. Okay. So here we go. We got to do this part. We got to see about the impeachment of these movies. So first we're <laughs> going to do Home Alone which, 3. We're going to take a vote on issue one, Home Alone well, what, 3. Like, yeah, what, what's the articles here? If they're a Christmas movie or not? Because I think all fail if that's the... Uh, where we're going to say if they get impeached or not. Okay. So for Home Alone 3 on article one, yeah. if you believe that this movie should be impeached, I'll say yay. Yay. No, nah, I'm not impeaching this movie. Okay. I'm going to vote present like a douche. I demand uh, the uh, call the roll. Okay. Okay. Uh, present. Uh, Mr. Kyle, <laughs> how Here. do you vote? Present. Present. 
Mr. Kyle votes present. Mr. Wiggly, how do you vote? Nay. Mr. Wiggly votes yet nay. I don't know who wins. <laughs> the nays. I guess nays. Nays have. Yeah, you win because you actually voted. Oh, no. Wait, I want an impeach? Then I say yay. Okay, I fucked up. Okay, so that's that's that <laughs> impeachment. Okay, I want to get some impeached. Okay, here we go. Uh, Christmas Story 2. All those in favor of impeachment say yay. 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 All those not in favor say nay. I want to call a roll. You would got to call the roll. Mr. Kyle, how do you vote? Yay. Mr. Kyle votes yay. Mr. Wiggly, how do you vote? Yes. Mr. Wiggly votes yes. <laughs> the yays have it. Impeach Christmas Story 2. Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Dennis the Menace Christmas Story. How do you... Article I'd like to talk about the process for 45 minutes. <sighs> I'll say the same thing about each movie for six hours. How many more hours we have? How am I doing not, on time? Five hours. And, and not to get too political. Yes. But there's a lot of other good Rankin Bass animations for the Christmas time than Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty. I would recommend A Year Without a Santa Claus if you're into the stop motion. That's pretty good. Jack or, Frost. Uh, I, I okay. like Jack Frost, but I, I would definitely watch A Year Without Santa Claus. Over what about that. Little Drummer Boy? Nah, I'm not into the Jesus stuff. Okay, uh, but what about the donkey? The donkey yeah, donkey's one. fine. I like donkey all Rankin-Bass films. It's just... if, if no, you know, Mad, I'm trying Mad to go Monster Party. Oh, come on. I Wiggly, would love you don't to like... Love, I would love to love that. Right. I watch but, it. It's, yeah. it's, it's terrible. It's, it, it is bad. It's but really I thought bad, you would love it because but, it's so bad. You know, it's not that bad enough. Mm, I got gotcha. It's not that bad enough. I got gotcha. But I watch it, Phyllis Diller... So if you want traditional animation, what are you going to say to Mouse? Mouse one? Yes. Twas the night before Christmas where the uh, mice mess up the clock. That's a good one. I'd much rather watch that over The Grinch any day. And The Grinch is constantly on. And Charlie Brown's Christmas is constantly on. But now there's three Grinches. No, thank you. Which Grinch do you watch? I mean, if any of them, I'm going to watch the traditional animation one. But I've had my fill of that one as well. I like to watch movies that have Buster Poindexter in it. So I guess it's Scrooge for me. Is that a Mm. nipple? Okay, everybody, hey, that I hope you like me, and I hope you like him, and uh, the nays have it with the yays that all these movies should be impeached. Peace be with you, and also with us. Bye. Bye.
Bring me down. 